Hi, my name is Noem Moreno, and I'm a licensed mortgage and real estate broker. I'm a proud El Paso native, and I'm here to facilitate real estate and finance transactions. I'm passionate about serving my city, and as a bilingual and bicultural person, I'm excited to actively participate in El Paso's renaissance and growth. My services include commercial and residential real estate, specializing in private money lending, investment opportunities, and commercial and residential real estate brokerage services. To get started, call me at 915-407-4007 or email me at noe at investwithakela.com. Thank you. Sweet Jesus Radio. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Sweet Jesus Radio. I'm your host, Sweet Jesus. My guest today, he's a buddy of mine. Haven't seen him in forever, face to face at least. Thank God for social media, but he's also, he actually hit me up, wanted to talk about mental health. He's a qualified mental health professional, uh, is what, uh, you know, his credentials are and his title for the show here. I want to welcome to the show, the homie Marcelo. Hey, thanks for having me, sweet on Jesus, uh, sweet Jesus radio. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. It's good to see you, man. Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's been, been a while. A long, it's been a long time. It's been like face to face, it's been years. And when was it? When, right? when did we meet? Did Do you I remember see, that? Oh, meet? Yeah. It's, I mean, I met you and your brothers a long time ago. Yeah. So some of the background listeners, just so you know, um, really how I know Marcelo and his brothers is through Rich, right? Yeah. Rich, so, shouts out to Rich. Shouts to Rich. He's Rich listening Rojas. right now. Hopefully he listens. And um, basically, this is a homie, Rich, that I made friends with him probably in 99, 98. In the 90s. Yeah. I, was, uh, I did a hip hop show, Word Got Out. You know, and he kind of reached out to me or we met somehow mm-hmm. to kind of spread the help. He's helping me spread the word on my show. And then fast forward, you know, 20 years later. But uh, when was, uh, again, listeners, some background. Uh, Marcelo's brother is uh, Jesse Perez, who's been on the show before. Yeah. He is the owner of Crooks. So if you're a regular listener, then you're familiar with that episode. One of my favorite episodes, Crooks mm-hmm. Skate Shop. Yep. Okay. So if you're not familiar, look it up. And support local businesses, but this is his brother, so that's how I met all of them. Is to the you know rich uh, introduced. He he said you know my cousin's opening up a skate shop, so on and so forth. Well, you know, interesting enough, Jesus. Uh, when we opened up the skate shop, Rich was actually uh, a big a big part of of uh, opening up that project because he was he was really skilled on on you know making sure that he knew how to do logos. Yeah. And, he and, did the logo, uh, marketing. right? Yeah, he's he's the one that actually came up with the with the Crooks logo. Yeah, and uh, during that time, I was I was at an eight to five, mm-hmm. uh, full time, and and uh, he was taking care of the shop during that time. Yeah, so I that's remember. when I met you. And what year was that? That was back in two thousand and four. Oh shit! Uh, December two thousand and four is when we opened up the shop, Almost and then uh, and then uh, from there, you know, it's just been doing really good with with uh, you know Jesse yeah. taking you know control of the whole thing and making sure that you know he's doing a lot for the for for the community yeah, yeah. the skate community but i remember you coming in with tito a long yeah, time ago Tito, my partner tito and, to tito and you guys had that um that um eye to eye productions which was really cool because you guys were um doing a lot of the things that um that i used to like to do which is promote a lot of the underground stuff right that hip-hop shit yeah and oh, yeah. <laughs> before you know it was one of the things where where a lot of the things that we were doing were considered underground. So you guys were bringing up the music scene and all oh, that. Yeah. And I thought that was really awesome, man. Yeah, because you guys were, you're from Cali, right? From Los Angeles, yeah. Uh, born and raised, came out here for high school. And, uh, you know, been been a part of this uh, awesome community. And, and what, what could I say, man? There's nothing like El Paso. Hell yeah. yeah. And you used to run one of the crooks, right? You used well, to have multiple, right now there's two uh, locations? Well, technically, uh, between my brother and I, uh, we pretty much just, you know, he, one day, crazy, crazy story, one day he's like, you know what, um, I have uh, this cash on the side that I'd like to, you know, use to open up a business. What do you think we should do? Yeah. And during that time, uh, you know, we've always been big skateboarders. I started skating back in 87. And um, I said, well, you know, I think uh, opening up a skate shop would be a, a pretty good thing oh, to yeah. do. And uh, he trusted me with that, and, <laughs> and uh, I started, you know, running around the city looking for the base, the best places where you know you can actually yeah. put a, a lucrative a skate spot. shop. And yeah. I figured, hey, you know, Skate City used to be in the Bassett area, and oh, they're yeah. not there anymore. So let's try that area. And uh, lo and behold, I found a place, and and it was uh, near where uh, the old Skate City used to be. And and the rest is history. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, he entrusted me with the project, and um, 
and uh, you know we got things going and and you know it's it's kind of it, it's kind of funny how you know we're talking about mental health but i think um you know all this has kind of ties in because um you know uh, when we opened up the shop we had limited amounts of money and i relied a lot on my on my friends to help me out on my homies and yeah. and i remember that um you know we we got together and um uh, a lot of these guys were helping me out uh you know with with painting the shop uh with uh, putting graffiti up on the walls and making it look nice, yeah. And uh, you know, shouts out to those friends. You know, it was Geo, uh, Geo and and uh, Idea and Ness. Yeah, they've been on the podcast before. Check yeah. that episode out, listeners. Yeah, and um, you know, we kind of came together, and they helped. They completely helped me renovate the place because you know the 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 funding was limited. So, you know, they uh, they helped me out with printing a couple of things out and painting the walls and and uh, giving me some pretty good ideas as to what you know what would be good to have in that shop. Yeah, and, yeah. and during that time, uh, good old Juan uh, idea had yeah. um, his uh, resignation business yeah. and, and uh, the guys were helping him out with that. And he had a section uh, similar to El Paso, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. El Paso has mm-hmm. the, the shirts and all that stuff there. and, and they're doing good. And that's how resin was, yep. was in a uh, crooks as well. Yeah. And he still does it to some degree. And I know he's, uh, you know, again, again, listeners, Juan idea, he does the silk screen thing going too, so that's pretty cool. But yeah, so but you uh, again, just some backstory. You had reached out to me. You wanted to mm-hmm. talk about mental health. Uh-huh. I've always wanted. I actually wanted to. I've always wanted to do this topic. I just haven't gone. I wanted to do it right. So it was mm-hmm. kind of crazy how you hit me up, and I had already been wanting to do it. Mm-hmm. But also, you're thinking of doing your own podcast too, right? Uh, kind yes. of revolve, revolving around that absolutely yeah uh, mental yeah. health i think is a is a really important thing it's been an important thing for a long time but they're adding a lot of um they're giving a lot of publicity because of yeah. uh, social media mm-hmm. and a lot of things that are happening yeah. in our society nowadays but but i think um you know back you know back in the 90s when when you were growing when we were growing yeah. up going to high school there was a lot of mental health um, yeah. issues that were taking place that we really Un- didn't undiagnosed <laughs> undiagnosed but you know the, the whole coping i think is the most important yeah. thing right because i remember for example um uh music what kind of music were we listening to at the time and and how did it make you feel did it make you feel good did you use music to help you um feel better about a certain situation that you were going through uh can you use the music to kind of reminisce about you know uh, being in, in a bad place but then all of a sudden you know feeling good about being able being able to overcome that certain, yep. certain situation i don't know did any albums trigger any good memories and thoughts of you growing up in the 90s that help you get through something difficult excuse me um oh man the music i listen to as you know hip-hop made me want to go do a drive-by oh really no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no man but uh see i don't know if you did your research man but i joke yeah. around a lot on the podcast oh no it's all right but man. Uh, no, yeah, I mean, to be honest, yeah, man, music's a big part of it. And I know that's one of the things we want to talk about is mm-hmm. kind of positive hobbies for coping is the wording you used. But yeah, with music, uh, just even if it's a violent song, you know, it, it doesn't, it it's, it's just makes you feel good because you like the song. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you're going to go do something violent per se, Yeah, but it can change your mood. So that's I think that's a, a big one for people. You know what I mean? They're definitely going to use music to try to help get through the day or whatever mental issues they may be is there like a specific song or a album song? that you remember well back then i would say something more mellow that would that didn't get me necessarily like too hyped up would probably be like uh the low end theory album which is a track called quest okay yeah. that's my Q-tip. favorite album yeah that's my favorite well that one in midnight marauders right but low end theory you know that's the one that has scenario which i'm already tired of fucking hearing but uh you know it's got a lot of great songs uh yeah date rape butter you know it's got jazz bugging out what year did that one out the jazz that's probably must have been like 90 lauren theory is probably like 91 maybe maybe before that yeah maybe 90 something like that because i remember i was barely going into high school so that so that's one of them because it's more mellow fun and you know it's a classic album with a lot of great songs but that's yeah know, when you, when you check the rhyme is probably my favorite one check the rhyme y'all all the time yeah that's that that song that's my favorite song on that one but yeah old school big time yeah yeah i remember um you know getting into some of the the hip-hop that uh rich uh was talking about uh, oh yeah my cousin rich he he was really big into atmosphere 
and uh, Sage Francis. Sage Francis was probably the uh, you know the personal journals album oh, was yeah. probably the one that was um, the most influential on me. He talked about a lot of things. He talked it's an amazing it, it, album, it, one of my favorites. If you if you listen to that album, a lot of it talks about mental health, yeah. overcoming <laughs> it actually does um, bad relationships, uh, bad situations, um, being in in uh, situations where you're not able to me- make ends meet. Uh, that album has it all. And yeah. I remember there was a certain you know time in my life where I was like, geez, I was all over the place and uh, looking for direction. And I remember going, you know, listening to that album and feeling really good about, you know, um, making a change. But at the same time, you know, it's like, wow, how impactful listening to music can be and, and helping oh, yeah. you out with your mental health. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, a lot of the things, um, you know, I, I should have probably mentioned this at the beginning. You know, right now I'm working as, um, as a case manager for a company called El Paso Mental Health. Yes, so sir. I visit a lot with, uh, with clients in their homes. And, and uh, one of the things that we do is um, uh, things that I, that I encourage a lot with, uh, with uh, not only patients that are you know, older, but also with, with, with kids, is to listen to music, your favorite types of music. Because that, you know, it really offers a good avenue for, for getting out there and, and uh, feeling good about yourself. And, Hell yeah. and uh, letting some of those emotions out sometimes. Uh, crying, uh, feeling happy, uh, yep. uh, scared, or uh, overcoming something that that is just um, unbearable at times. It, you know, uh, listening to a favorite song is something definitely worth doing. Oh yeah, yeah. How did you get into that line of work? Well, uh, for a long time, it's a long story, but <laughs> you know, to make a long story short, not, not to make it so short, but we like long uh, stories. Here, yeah, man. in the nineties, <laughs> sweet Jesus, uh, long stories. Yeah, in the nineties, uh, I remember. Uh, my mom, you know, she's a a big influence in my life. She's always been one to to get, you know to help help me get out of my comfort zone. Awesome. No matter what it was that that went on in my life, she's she's always said, you know what, you need to do something bigger all the time. And uh, you know, my mom barely knows English, and and hmm. um, we moved out to Sunland Park, New Mexico after I graduated from from high school. And she started working for um a company called the Parent, well for the for the city for the government. Okay. And um, uh, for the Parenting Resource Center, and and um, she's just like, hey, uh, I'd like for you to help me out with this project, and and uh, you know, help out the kids, and and oh, cool, and uh, you know, give them karate lessons, and give them English classes, and um, do everything possible to you know to influence and help and, them out. and be a a positive influence, <clears throat> yeah, positive influence for for these kids, and and um, from there, you know, my 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 passion for helping people oh, out cool. came to be. Oh yeah, and um, I started working with families, and I started working with kids, and and um, I ended up landing a job at the at the YMCA at the YWCA rather, uh, as a as an educator. So I would go oh, wow. I would go around you know schools in El Paso and talk about you know healthy relationships and abstinence and all that, and then uh, from there um, I got recruited from uh, from the hospital, the government hospital, Thomason back in okay. the day. Yeah. And um, started doing health education and health promotion Holy with shit. them. Yeah, I didn't so, know any of this, of this about you. <laughs> yeah, I so, think I saw you in Scrubs once. Did you swear Scrubs, or am I tripping? Sometimes I would. Okay, because I, I also uh, uh, was um, running the, the clinic yeah, there. So, yeah, yeah. Your brother did mention some of that stuff. I just didn't know exactly what you were doing, but yeah, we had a clinic there, and and we used to do screenings for you know health screenings for uh, males, young young males that would go in there and and want information on. Uh, healthy relationships and, and, uh, full physical exams and all that. And, and I had that project going on as well. So, oh, yeah. uh, that's how I got into, uh, mental health. Um, you know, I, I decided, you know, I was going to go to school and, and get a degree in, in, uh, social work and human services, something that would help me, uh, put me in the hurricane of helping people. Oh yeah. We need more people like you, man. Hey, thanks, thanks. And and uh, who would have thought? Because um, again, going back to mental health, I remember uh, you know I graduated from Burgess High School, and and one of the crazy things was that uh, my counselor, uh, you know, poor grades, man, coming from California, <laughs> the school system in California, you know, didn't really prepare me as as much as uh, you know I thought it would uh, help me out coming over here to the border city. Damn. And uh, I struggled a lot in in passing my classes Damn and getting real. the grades and all that. And um, I remember going to my counselor and she said, she flat out said, because I was so behind on my credits, she's like, you know what, I don't even know if you're going to graduate from high school. <laughs> so that was like kind of traumatic for me because um, what, what kind of an educator tells a student that, yeah, right? What the fuck? Yeah, it happens. But um, it happens a lot, actually. I, you know, I actually use that as motivation. I remember saying to myself, well, you screw this lady, you know. 
I'm going to go back to I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to summer school. I'm going to go to night school and I'm going to make it happen. So I ended up getting the credits and to make a long story short, I ended up graduating from high school and, and uh, said, I, you know, I, I was going to do something. Oh yeah. Maybe she was trying to use reverse psychology on you. I doubt it. <laughs> I no, doubt I'm just it. Oh no, yeah. The school I went to, there was several really mean teachers and uh, negative, a lot of uh, like, emotional and verbal abuse man and and racist teachers too well think about it does, does that affect you for the rest of your life can you think of a situation that affected you for the rest of your life but well, we're in our 40s now not to uh, i can't think of anything specific to me but i but not specific but there was a, like a, in third grade this is when we we're little but i remember you know there was a teacher that she wouldn't she wouldn't let you go to the restroom and, and, a, and a buddy of mine ended up wetting his pants and having an accident huh? yeah so you know, seeing that, it's like, damn, this bitch is crazy. Like, well, you're you're pinpointing something that's specific, and you're yeah. saying to yourself, well, it happened to one of my friends, and I and I probably saw what he went through, yeah, and how it may have affected his life as well, yeah. And and those, even though it, it seems like it's something insignificant, it, it it's gonna carry with you. You know, yeah. I, I remember this this whole thing with the with the with the counselor telling me I wasn't gonna graduate. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm in my 40s, and I can remember that. Yeah, I remember her Vividly. being negative, negative, and I'm mm -hmm. like, well, you know, what's what's going on with this? This is an adult. She's an educator. She's supposed to be somebody that's going to inspire me yeah. to do the best, so that I can, you know, succeed and and uh, hopefully try to change the world or what have you. Yeah. But um, that's what we see on TV. Yeah, <laughs> the it, teachers it, are supposed it, to be. It didn't happen, There's yeah. a lot of good ones too. My mm -hmm. shouts to my buddy Eddie Groove. Uh, he's a teacher and a basketball coach. You know, he's, he does a lot. Definitely. So he is, he's one of the good ones, but there's definitely some bad ones too. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of my friends that graduated from school that, you know, um, and I'm going to give him a, a special shout out. Zonk. I don't know if you know Zonk. Um, no. Victor Muhadeen. He's an art teacher out at uh, Parkland Mil uh, High School. Oh, hell yeah. Parkland High School. And I grew up um, with him, at, you know, at Burgess and, and great artist and an awesome skater too. Oh yeah. We, we skate together and, and uh, go out and hit uh, the ramps every now and then, but um but uh, he has that type of influence on his students, which is cool because he yeah. promotes a lot of their art. And, um, you know, like you said, we need those type of teachers out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, they're, 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 they they're got the, the youth, you, yeah. know, uh, you know, in their care. Mm -hmm. But when you're younger, you kind of, you know, you see that on TV and in movies of teachers, you know. Mm -hmm. But you grow up and you're like, oh, they're, they're, they're just human beings who... You know, they hate their job just like everybody else. Yeah, <laughs> like, no they just realize that they're just other humans. They're not superheroes, you know. And they have their, although, they like have I said, the there are a lot of good ones. Also, yeah, know? exactly. They they have a, what? Yeah, is there an issue with the mic? Oh no, I was just gonna lift it up a little bit. But it's, it's cool. We yeah, got it. Good. You're good. I can hear you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, they have every day. They have their, their marriages, their own, their own mental health issues. Exactly. We're talking about that uh, money issues, whatever it may be. So. Sometimes they're going to take that frustration out there at, yeah, <laughs> at work yeah. with these kids, you know what I mean? Which is not good, but they're human is what I'm saying. Yeah. And, you know, adults, we, we go through those type of things. And, and uh, funny that you mentioned relationships because um, I'm, I'm also doing uh, coaching. Oh, hell yeah. But I'm specifically targeting relationships and, and oh, marriages yeah. and stuff like that. But, you know, um, anybody who, who needs the information, I'm sure you'll have a link up. That way they can yeah, you know get a hold of me if they need. Just say it if you can, but I'll put it up there too. Is yeah. it like a website or? Yeah, it's called uh, uh, Love, Health, and Prosperity, El Paso. Okay. okay. But um, for the most part, they can just get a hold of me uh, yeah. via cell phone. It's you know they they could always contact me nine one five nine 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 five six nine four, and uh, like I said, you know also if they needed uh, any type of services regarding mental health um, at our clinic, El Paso Mental Health, we have a pro bono. Um, oh shit! So on Saturdays, I if they that. need if they need to see someone, if they need to talk to somebody, if they want some counseling or therapy, we do offer those services a hundred percent free. We know that existed. Cool. Yeah. So that's a big deal because I bet you I'm not the only one that doesn't know that that exists. Yeah, and they, they could. I'm log gonna hit into you up probably <laughs> for sure. <laughs> You'll be seeing me soon. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I mean, if, when you think about that, like mental health, I mean. You know, there's a stigma behind it, right yeah. now, Jesus, and and the fact of the matter is, a lot of people think that if they seek out help, that uh, people are going to see them differently. And the fact of the matter is that that's not true. You know, yeah. uh, we all suffer from from stress. Stress could be very devastating to our mental health. People oh, yeah. don't understand that. And when you put it into perspective, you're talking about things that um, could affect us in our everyday living, relationships, like you had mentioned. That's yeah. a huge one. Yeah. Uh, our jobs, work, having to wake up uh, Monday mornings and coffee and all that, trying to get into the rhythm of things, yeah. the, sw the swing of things. 
that stuff, all of that has to do with, with how you function and how you direct your life towards having um, positive mental health. I mean, yeah. it's not always going to be flowers and no, good yeah. things, but the things that happen in life um, sometimes um, uh, can take a big toll on the way we think and the way yeah, we the act. stress can make it a lot worse. Yeah. Stress in general. Uh, it, it exacerbates it, if you will. I hope I said that right. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, man. I mean, if you want to go back to, I know you. I know I asked you earlier. What do you got written down there? And I know you got some notes. Oh yeah. Well, we got stuff that you know, like for example, we we talk about when I work with a lot of the clients that I have right now. We we focus a lot on stress. We focus a lot on trauma, overcoming traumas. Okay. Depression, anxiety, ADHD. Uh, are the most common ones. But yeah. to be honest with you, it, it's just everyday living Yeah, and, and putting things in order. Adulting, as they call it now. Adult, <laughs> you know, that's, that's a good way of putting it. You know what I mean? Because uh, growing up, yeah. it's, it's like um, things that we're you thinking. Things have to do yeah, just to just, you know, survive. Paying your bills yeah. and, and making sure that you're, you know, you're paying um, everything on time. Because if not, you come home to a house that doesn't have uh, electricity or water. <laughs> yeah. And you said, hey, I was going to pay that last week, but it just totally blew my mind, right? Yeah. Or not even having the money to pay it sometimes is, is just um, stressful. Yeah. Especially oh, yeah. for a lot of peeps out there that have families and, and are trying to raise a, a family on a certain income. These are just things that, you know, you have to you have to kind of look into and evaluate. This 2020, this brand new year that came into effect uh, is, is a good opportunity to put things in, in yeah. perspective and, and to put things in order. Let's get those resolutions going. Absolutely. So what are some of the... You know, some some advice or tips or things that you can recommend, you know, of course, going into, you know, for people to you know, to seek help is, uh, you know, better to just go the, the full way and, you know, hit you guys up, for example, or, or whatever therapist that they want to work with. But at least right now in the short term, what are some recommendations as far as just dealing with stress, for example? Well, stress. I know we're talking about coping. We talked about the music. Yeah, the cop- coping the, is, uh, music, listening to music is definitely one one positive thing i i always like to to tell people also is is um you know and i don't want to sound too cliche but uh you know the short-term and long-term goals that are out there you you have to set some of some of those goals into place oh yeah but i don't call them short-term and long-term goals i like to call them little wins okay uh, for go. example little wins are, yeah. are are important because um you I know like you walk into you know uh sweet jesus radio to the <laughs> studio where we're recording right here and you see it in order you don't see it all over the place. Oh, you yeah, see yeah. a, you know, you see a place that's well made. It's nice and clean. Uh, you know, Jesus likes to make sure that everything is in its in its proper place. Yep. Uh, you know, laundry where it's supposed to be, shoes where they're supposed to be, bed made, and all that good jazz, right? Yeah. Those are the things that we have control over, yep. and those are the things that I recommend a lot of people to do at the beginning. You know, um, have a routine, a good solid routine that is not complicated at all. You don't have to be complex. You could wake up in the morning and, uh, you know, do the basics, brush your teeth, wash your face, mm-hmm. jump in the shower, make yourself some coffee. But, you know, also do the the little small things that are going to help you feel good about starting your day as well. Yep. Uh, if you see the clothing that's all over the floor, you know, pick it up, put it in the laundry, make your bed. Uh, making your bed is important. They actually wrote a book about, you know, yeah, uh, starting. I saw some video. Yeah, starting your your, your day with. Some uh, military guy or something. Yeah, the, um, the admiral, right? Yeah. Uh, he he says, um, you know, if if you start with the little wins, you're gonna feel mm. better about yourself, and and that's the way you want to make, you know, give your life direction. If what's well, like you completed a task, so that means you can complete other ones. You know what I mean? Exactly. I don't typically make my bed, but uh, I understand what he's saying. In other words, it's not about the bed; it's about having that little win, so to speak. Exactly. And that'll kind of set you in in the in the right direction for the rest of the day. Yeah. It'll start you off on a good note, yeah. And that's those are important things to do. If if you um, start your work day at eight o'clock, well, do everything possible to plan out your day so that you wake up yeah. with enough time. And I'm not gonna say what time you should wake up. You know, that's all, yeah. that's all relative. It's all up to you. You know yourself. Yeah. You know how long it takes for you to get up in the morning and get yourself ready or what have you. But uh, you know, give yourself enough time so that you're not stressing and running on running around all over the place. Yeah. If you have kids. Well, give yourself that extra amount of time to be able to plan for them as well and be able to accomplish, you know, what you need to do during the morning to make sure that you get up and get to work at eight o'clock in the morning. Because those little things right there are the ones that that stress you out long term. So And putting them off, certain things, putting things off is just gonna make things worse too. So you wanna get those little wins. What what are you talking about as far as like uh, you know, putting things off? 
you know, for example, we just finished Christmas. You know, uh, there's a lot of cats out there that, you know, uh, put up Christmas lights. Yeah. And they haven't put them away. <laughs> or even a tree or, you know, the Christmas tree and all the decorations. All those little things can serve as wins to make you feel better yeah. about, you know, you're using your time so that you're, you don't have to worry about that later. Yeah. And that's a good thing to do. That's a good way to put it, man. The so little it's wins. time management. Yeah. Time management. I'm big is on that shit. Yeah. Is important and and uh, you know the fact that like I was really surprised I was I was really cool at the fact that you and I were talking about doing this podcast and then yeah. all of a sudden you know they send me your email and I'm like okay cool so I send you my email and next thing you know I get an email with with a reminder and the invite yeah those, those things are important I'm super organized that's the one thing I do have <laughs> but but I try to tell people the same thing yeah. like this is just how I am naturally uh, but I try to explain to people even if you're not as organized as me or whatever. You should still strive to be a little more organized, not because it's something you want to pat yourself on the back. It just makes your life easier. You know what I mean? When things are in order, that's one less thing that you have to worry about. Exactly. You know I mean? But you keep, if you keep putting things off or don't do things the right way. You kind of half-ass things. Yeah. It's going to be in the back of your head, like kind of bugging you. And then if it's one thing, then it's going to be two things, then 10 different things kind of in the back of your head. And, you're, and that adds to your stress, and that's that's going to affect it, you. It'll flood your mind. So then. yeah, so just being organized and you know communicating with people—that's part of organization. Yeah, you're wording things properly to get a certain task done instead of like being really vague. Now they're wondering, but boom, then and when something doesn't get done properly, then that's another problem you have to deal with. Whereas mm -hmm. if you're organized and you communicate it properly in the beginning, that's one less thing. So. Be organized, people. Putting things in order. Order, you know, order, order, um, order, order, order. Like you said, routine also. For your listeners out there, you know, if they want, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there that even if you don't like to read, there's a good book out there. But if you don't like to read, it's an audio as well. And it was written by um, by a clinical psychologist who's um, who's an awesome guy. And um, his name is Jordan Peterson. He wrote a book uh, oh, called um, uh, The, um, what do you call it? 12 Rules for Life. Mm -hmm. uh, an he's Antidote a, he's a to controversial chaos. figure. Let's say the title again. I've been uh, wanting to get it. It's on my list. 12, 12 Rules for Life yeah. and Antidote to Chaos. Yeah. It's a, it's a really good book. And, and it just pretty much talks about get that. Uh, putting your, your life in order. Order, yeah, man. And, and right now, you talked, like you said, you talked about some pretty complex things. Uh, uh, time management is, is, it can be complex, but also being organized can be complex. But like you said, you know, do tiny things. Yeah, the little that wins. You, that, that make you feel good about starting your day the way you want it to be. Yeah. You could do that if, if you're a person that wants to go back to school, for example. You want to take a couple of classes to, for self-development uh, uh, or, or growth. Uh, make yourself available to be able to look online and say, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to enroll myself you know, uh, to take an extra class or you know, to learn a, a certain program yeah. so that I can, I can do things to make myself feel better. Always grow. That's, that's, yeah. the, that's the point of life because uh, when you get stuck and you just uh, you know, uh, kind of go along your life. Uh, stagnant. Stagnant. Typically, that's going to be make most people would be unhappy that way. Big time. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people are, are, are be, you know, get depressed because yeah, they have these, these insane depression. routines where they just go to work. Mm -hmm. They come back home. And like you said, we were talking about this before we actually, you know, turned on the, the mics. You said, you know, I'm not, I'm the type of person that just, you know, can't go to work at eight o'clock, get off at five o'clock, uh, come home, turn on the TV and just watch TV for the rest of the day. And then just repeat. You just can't do it. I don't think I it's can. healthy for anybody to do that, to be honest yeah. with you. I, don't, I personally don't think so. I don't like to tell people what to do, but yeah. I can't. <laughs> I just, that's why I have this podcast because I just can't do that. Yeah. But, but yeah, it goes back to the, uh, as far as projects like that and, and being productive, it, it goes back to the little wins in a sense because, mm -hmm. you know, people, uh, another word, this is just for me, not from the, the expert here, but I think you'll agree, you know, it's people make, don't make, don't be the person that makes excuses for everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, but those little wins help you get to where you want to go. Uh, there's an expression, how do you eat an elephant? Mm -hmm. One bite at a time. You know what I mean? In other words, don't look at the whole project because then you become discouraged. Exactly. I can't do that. You do it one little thing at a time. So that's the little wins. That's where organization comes into play. Mm -hmm. You know, like you said, taking a class, reading a book. I don't like to read. Look at that big book. You're mm -hmm. going to tell me you can't read one page? Just read one page <laughs> every day. Yeah. Guess what's going to happen? You're actually not going to read. You're going to keep going. You're going to read two. You're going to read three. You know what I mean? Yeah. And before uh, you know it, you, you get hooked on that book yeah. and you, you start reading a little more. Exactly. Yeah. So things like that, uh, workouts, I, you know, I've been getting a little weight, so I started, I'm not going to, 
people think about the gym. Mm-hmm. They can't see themselves going and they don't have time. I, you know what I do, man? I do 10 push-ups, 10 squats. No weights, go. no nothing. Every so, day? So you can't tell me you can't do that. So again, the little, they're little wins. Mm-hmm. Eventually, I'm going to get... If I string together a week or two of that, then I'll be, be able to go to the gym. It won't seem like such a daunting task. You know what I mean? How long have you done that for? Uh, like I barely started sticking to it good. I'm probably like on day 10 okay. without missing. So Well, after after what, 20 days, it becomes a habit. So yeah, exactly. Something that you're not going to be able to, to let go of exactly. doing. And uh, I'm already back up to 20 push-ups now. I started at 10, then 15, now I can do 20. So I'm just an example of those little wins for me, what works for me. You know what I mean? That's but awesome. or being organized is a big part of it. Absolutely, absolutely. The other so, one is when people say, I don't have time for this, I don't have time for that. All of us have the same time. All of us have 24 hours. We all have the same time. It's your lack of prioritization. Is scheduling. Where you're fucking up. So you're putting other things that do not matter ahead of the ones that do. Yeah. Like watching TV for seven hours. So don't tell me you don't have time. <laughs> yeah, not, only, not only that, but you know, in this crazy world of social media too, it's like, uh, all right, I don't have time to do certain things. But then if you stop to think about how much time you spend on on uh, on social media? Your phone. All of yeah. a sudden, it just adds up. YouTube or or um, you know any app. You know, there's yeah. this app that uh, that uh, my brother showed me that uh, that talks about a lot of these these uh, memes memes that are out there right now. And <laughs> and uh, you know, when I downloaded the app and I was like, oh, this this looks pretty cool. And I found myself all of a sudden, you know, going into that app and and you know looking at those or memes down the for, rabbit hole there. Uh, yeah, an hour, an, an hour, hour and a half. And I'm by. like, what's, what's going on here? Yeah. yeah. So I had it. I had to eliminate it from my phone yeah. because you know it, that's it, another it, one. It eliminate those little things that really don't have any importance. And like you said, it does help to. I don't do it as much anymore. Well, I kind of do, but I know it helps to write, kind of plan your day out, write it out. Uh huh. If you're one of those people people that claims you don't have time. All right, I get out at five. So from five to six, I'm going to dedicate it to this mm-hmm. productive task. And then from there, take a little break, five, 10 minutes, six to seven, write it out. That helps a lot too. Mm-hmm. I have apps on my phone. It's called Tasks, Google Tasks. And it's just a to-do list, but it's on the phone. Is that a free app also? Yeah, it's free. Oh, well, there you have it. So I, it, you can create multiple lists. So mm-hmm. I have one for my immediate stuff. And then I have one for stuff that can wait. But if I don't put it in there, I'll forget. Yeah. But then you can set dot times and dates and reminders. So, you know, I'm a list person, but those are yeah. things that help me out. I think I'm going to download that app. Yeah, man. Uh, There's several different ones, but yeah, you can let you check them off and you can, it's, yeah, it's, it's simple, but I it, purchased it a, a good old planner and, and, um, I like planners because I like old school stuff, but, yeah. but, um, you know, every now and then it's, it's, it's not a bad thing to learn something new about oh, technology yeah. also. So I think that I'll, I'll go ahead and download that, but you know, going back to that whole thing with, with using coping. Uh-huh. And different strategies. Um, uh, you know, music is 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 a huge one, and and um, I think uh, art is also another thing. When I uh, visit uh, clients, also uh, my younger clients, um, I see clients from four years of age all the way up to about forty, fifty. It all depends. Yeah. The oldest client okay. that I've had was actually, I think she was uh, eighty nine years old. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, that's pretty cool. And um, uh, my younger crowd, though, they love. Uh, to, to draw, to do art. And uh, one of the things that, that I like to get them to do is, um, you know, I, I, I have my little coloring books that I take, my um, mandalas. Um, Carl Jung, a, a famous also um, psychologist okay. back from, you know, uh, Sigmund Freud okay, eras and all days. that. Yeah, he, um, he, had, he had these things called mandalas where he had uh, clients, uh, you know, draw and, and uh, they would get distracted and, and they would be able to sort out certain thoughts and feel oh, better cool. about themselves. Uh, I carry a book, a mandala book, and and with my uh, younger crowds, if if I'm having a hard time talking to them because some of them don't like to talk, yeah, <laughs> um, they just sit there, sit there, and 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 color, and and next thing you know, they'll just start you know asking questions or, or while they're coloring, or, while they're coloring, and okay. you or you'll ask them a question, yeah. and then mm-hmm. you know they'll they'll answer and and they'll give you a full story, and um, it's you know it's therapeutic it's really cool oh, yeah. it's a breakthrough so i encourage that for a lot of the clients so also out you know art was always a big thing growing up uh because uh in high school i remember that that's where i actually met um geo and ness and, and yeah. idea and, and manny we were all in in, <laughs> in high school we're in in art class yeah and one thing that we had in common was graph art and i think yeah. you had micro here on the show the other day yeah. Right? yeah a while back yeah yeah he super cool guy super talented oh, but yeah. but um some of the things that we used to do also was uh, uh, we used to go out to this wall out in 
downtown. It was back in the day, it was a flower shop and it was a wall that, um, anybody had access to if you wanted, you know, to, to draw. Yeah. Um, you weren't going to get in trouble by, by, you know, the law or anything like that. It was just like, you know what? Permission wall. It it was your legal wall. There you go. I didn't even know you, you, I haven't heard those terms in a long time, to be honest with you. I'm still, yeah, I'm still in, still in there. Still in the scene, man. Yeah. But I remember, (laughs) uh, we used to take our buckets of paint out there and we used to, you know, uh, buff somebody's, uh, old drawing out, old graffiti and, and, you know, we used to, you know, do your, put our stuff in there. And it, it would take us anywhere from, you know, uh, five to six hours or maybe days to finish up a, a yeah. you know, a piece. Yeah, those big ones take But it was very therapeutic and, yeah. and we didn't even know that. But we would sit there, we'd talk for hours and, and paint and and um and I remember, you know, you know, the cuts on on every lettering that you had to do or yeah. or on on a facial feature that you were drawing up there. You know, you wanted to make sure it looked clean. So you were you spent hours making sure that, you know, every detail of the drawing, you know, was up to par and hell yeah. You'd go home at the end of the day feeling good about yourself because you did something that was, you know, that was good for you. It made you feel good. It was awesome. And it's also, you know, it's, it takes some skill, but also even if it, even if you don't have uh, the skill that maybe others might have, it's just the fact that you did it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The fact that you did it and you were out there doing it. And, and, uh, those, like I said, those are things that, um, I have uh, clients do and, and even my older clients, you know, some of them like to draw and, and do realistic drawings and they'll spend hours doing those. And, um, that's, so that's good, one of the things that you would recommend also just kind of drawing definitely for coping for coping. Definitely. Something that, uh, that will definitely work for a lot of people. What else, Marcel? I know we're short on time. Yeah. Well, got... the, the whole thing with, with skateboarding also, I okay. mean, going back to that also, because, um, uh, you know, opening up that shop and, and being able to see a lot of the older cats coming back into the shop and, and getting back up on their boards is, is uh, something amazing as well. Um, you know, going to the park and, and doing exercises. You're yeah, talking about exercise. doing push-ups and sit-ups mm-hmm. and all that. But I was, you know, getting back on your board and, and um, you know, getting some cardio that way is is a very good way. It's, it's a hobby. You yeah. know, it's a hobby. So anything that you like to practice. Anything having to do with uh, you, like like you said, going to the gym, major sports, uh, football, basketball. Uh, so it kind of starts there. Get a hobby. F- figure something out that you know you would enjoy. Something that you're passionate about. Yeah, and I know you were talking a lot about um, rhyming. Also, I didn't mm-hmm. know that you were doing the hip hop thing and rhyming. And I used to rap. Yeah, yeah. I still do a little bit. Yeah. How does that make you feel when you you know when you put down a? a yeah, I mean, it's just like you said with the graph. You know, it's like oh, you know, something uh, clever come pops in your head. It's mm-hmm. like damn. I'm I'm pretty good. I'm good at this. So, you know, just when you do a whole song, it's like, damn, you know, it's, it's quite the accomplishment. So, yeah, it does feel good. Yeah. Just to write kind of goes in hand in hand with the drawing. You know, you see this thing up here uh, my girlfriend yeah. gave me. Uh, she she does stitching. So, she'll be there for hours stitching away. So, I know that helps her out. we got a painting over here. We're talking about painting and drawing. Mm-hmm. That's from the homegirl, Carla Ramos. She's a great artist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, those things. So I guess find a hobby. Find first, find a hobby because most people probably do like stuff, but there are some people that don't have. I'm yeah. sure there's like a small percentage of people that don't have hobbies. So yeah. start there. I would say, I guess, right? You got to look for things that you're going to be passionate about, and sometimes it's it's it could be difficult to do that, but um, it's it's a good way to you know to fight off things that are that uh, can eventually become problematic in your life, and, yeah. and and those are the things that we talk about. Um, you know, um. Stress, like I said, keeping it under control, making sure that um, that you have your to do list and that you're doing things to to cope with uh, with everyday life yeah. and and feeling good about yourself. Um, also, um, you know, uh, like the whole art thing. One of the things that I did want to mention also was was um, uh, I think it's a clever idea. Um, my uh, sister in law had this bright idea of buying this bucket of paint. It's a, it's like a black paint. She went into her son's room and she painted. One oh, of the cool. rooms black, oh, okay. and that I guess the um, the texture of the paint all you know turns into like this chalkboard material. Oh shit! So she bought a bunch of chalks for her son. That's pretty cool. And just go up there and just you know yeah. draw and and do whatever he wants yeah, and uh, you fuck know fuck up the rest of the house, but yeah, do it in here. There you go. This wall is for you yeah. right here, and you can just Get draw down. and and that's really know. cool. <laughs> I thought that was a really that's good idea. True. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. So that's one of the things that uh, one of a good examples also yeah. for for somebody to use and and with their kids if if they're seeing that they're having a going through a rough patch or yeah. or um you know that they need some sort of um way to outlet and oh, let yeah. those feelings of frustrations out. But um, 
you know you can't remember you can't uh, forget about the basic things also man okay. and and the, the basics are you know making sure that you eat right a oh lot of people yeah are not doing that right one. now too mm-hmm. you know um they're i'm not i'm not definitely not a, a dietitian or anything like that but you know stay away from foods that are going to make you feel bad yeah. and uh those foods can be you know uh, it just sucks because those are the best tasting ones man yeah no kidding <laughs> but you huh? feel like crap afterwards exactly yeah Especially the ones that are high in, in sugar. and Yeah, that's and, for sure uh, a given. You don't have to be an expert to know that one for sure. The sugar stuff. Is exactly, yeah. Universally, everybody knows that's bad for sure. Yeah, because, you know, if there's a lot of things out there that um, that we purchase and, for our kids. And you girls out there, stop eating those. Oh, my God. I don't I don't get it, man. They, they get the, the Flamin' Hot Cheetos with the cheese sauce. Oh, there you go. And they're eating with a spoon <laughs> out of a bag. I'm like, damn, dog, I can't. Nah, I'm. I grew up in the hood and all that, but I draw the line there. I'm. Not, yeah. <laughs> that's crap. That's garbage, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, that that's no judging, been, but that stuff has been around for a long time. But the fact of the matter is that, yeah, you know, some people those are what we call comfort food sometimes. Yeah. You know? But damn, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, and uh, they don't they don't make you feel good afterwards. But uh, no. you know, try try to eat a relatively well you know balanced. Well, it's meal. like we said uh, again. We're not experts necessarily in the in in that world, but like we said about little wins. Mm-hmm. So you kind of, that's kind of what I do. Cause I'm no expert. I'm not perfect, but if I know I'm going to eat cause processed grains are one of the bad things, uh-huh. you know, I started learning, uh, you know, breads and stuff like that, turn into sugar in your body. Mm-hmm. So I already know eventually I'm going to eat a burger out there. That's, that's, that's a given. So if you know, if that's you try not to buy it for your home, mm-hmm. like my weakness is tortillas, but I used to get, I used to buy tortillas uh, bread for sandwiches, rice. So mm-hmm. I, I eliminated all that and I only keep tortillas. Cause so I, my point is it's a little win. I'm not going to go perfect vegetarian, but at least I can eliminate some little things in certain ways at certain times. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you got to pay attention to a lot of the things that, um, that you eat out there that kind of so make you feel yeah. bad also. So you don't have to be perfect, but you know, like little wins, like I said, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I don't drink milk anymore. Cause I, I personally believe it's bad. Yeah. But, uh, you know, treat yourself to some things once in a while, I would say, but they're treats, but yeah, that's definitely going to affect your mood. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times we don't really stop to think about <clears throat> how it alters our moods and how it makes us feel. Yeah, I don't think people realize and It's kind of crazy because, you know, growing up, um, you know, it, your metabolism is, is, you know, what it doesn't really affect you as much and you could eat whatever you want. On the but, surface. But then all of a sudden, you know, you start hitting, you know, later years, like your thirties yeah. and forties and all that. And Those everything pounds. that you put into your system will have some sort of, uh, uh, can have some sort of reaction. Yeah, it could be negative, but yeah. With uh, when you're younger, you have the metabolism, but you're, you're actually, you're dying inside just cause you're thin. Doesn't mean you're healthy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> People think cause you're skinny, you're healthy. Like, no, you could, you could be, you're, you're hurting yourself inside, even if you're skinny. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. But yeah, that does tie into, like I said, mental health and stress and things like that for sure. And also, you health know, issues is going to lead to you getting sick more often, so on and so forth. So that has a big, that, that has a big thing. It has something major in uh, the way you think, the way you act and, and uh, taking care of your mental health. So, so, you know, anybody who's listening out there is, you know, you want, you want to reevaluate sometimes if, if you feel that your diet is not up to bar, you know, Go ahead and um, make some modifications. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, yeah. And also, uh, don't forget, you know, one of the things that I encourage a lot of the clients also is, is um, you know, dream. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. With you what? Know, with dreaming. You dreaming. Know, put your goals out there yeah. and, and um, aim high. Yeah. Aim high because um, you never know. You could surprise yourself you know, oh, with, yeah. with the things that are out there and the things that you can accomplish. Getting out of the comfort zone. I remember, you know, when we when we first started up that uh, the shop, you know, we we didn't think we were going to be able to do something major, and and um, I just envisioned it, you know, yeah. I, I envisioned the fact that you know I was able to do it, and and eventually, thank goodness, everything came into place, but it wasn't, be, you know, it it was it all came out with a thought, yeah, and, and being so able to envision something that 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 can potentially grow. So, um, you know, if you have plans to to make your your um, you know, to expand your career, to make uh, some positive things happen in your life. Uh, don't be afraid to go out there and aim high because, um, you know, that's you, that's the way to oh do yeah, it. Oh, yeah, of course. You know what else is therapeutic uh, for me? I'm not saying I, I need to get back on it more because you're, what you're talking about with your line of work and what inspired you to, you know, you do, to do it, you know, the story with your mom and stuff like that, mm-hmm. helping kids. That's also something that can be therapeutic. It doesn't come naturally to everybody, but Go and do something for somebody. Yeah. Uh, random acts of kindness, in other words. You know yeah. what I mean? Just go do something for somebody. 
just without questioning whether they, whether you think they deserve it or not, without expecting anything in return. That's that helps me a lot. Oh yeah, and I need to do it more. I've been kind of slacking, but you know, I don't, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back like I'm this ooh, great person, but it feels good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, can you think of something that you did that kind of makes you feel? It's like, like I said, they're little things, man. But I, I used to be involved in projects where we're raising money for kids that need school supplies or things with the homeless. I've, you know, I've been involved in multiple things. Again, I just don't like to talk about it because I don't like that type of attention. I just yeah. like doing it under the radar. But it doesn't have to be something that big. Literally, you know, there's been times where a friend will need a favor and the favor is kind of uh, i'm chilling i'm already in my pajamas mm-hmm. and you kind of don't want to do it but i just make myself do it because i know i'm gonna feel good about it later you know what i mean and also it's gonna help them yeah you know what i mean so just random acts of kindness when you don't want to could be uh, something as simple as a kind word to somebody even yeah you know so just yesterday my girl you know they're moving into a new house her mom had a bunch of stuff at the old house and yeah it turned out to be and then she wanted to assemble this thing like a gazebo. So that's kind of where my time went. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I could have easily, you know, somehow got out of it, I guess. But I'm like, no, it's, it's going to be something that means a lot to them. It's going to make me feel good. It's a win-win all around. So random acts of kindness. Just kind of put it on your to-do list. Who can I help today? Yeah. You know ran- I mean? the, and that, that's, a, that's a major thing, you know, helping other people out, uh, finding a place where you can go on and volunteer, being yeah. a big brother, big sister. Yep. Uh, those are uh, are definitely uh, things that help you out and make you feel better about you know about yourself and and um, it's also very encouraged for people to do. Yeah. So there's a lot of places somebody. where you can go volunteer. Yeah. Uh, definitely and and um, you know just get out there and 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 you know like you said, get out of that comfort zone. There's yeah. a lot of people that just have this crazy comfort zone where they, where they don't feel like doing anything anymore. You use the word stagnant. Yeah. Yeah. They're just stuck and. Um, uh, daily routine is just getting the best of them yeah and um quite frankly after a while that just you know it beats down on who you are as a person oh yeah and you no longer grow so um most definitely you know be able to you know get into things that even some even things that you're not you know uh sure that you want to do i remember that um you know a long time ago i ran for for city council oh did you yeah the hell you know back in, in Back in the '90s, uh, in Sunland Park, holy shit! And uh, it was it was actually encouraged by by uh, my mom also. She's like, you know what? I know the mayor. The mayor's looking for uh, he's somebody like you that's willing to help out and to do something positive in the oh, community. Wow. Uh, I think it'd be good for you to run for city council. And I said, Are you kidding me? I don't know anything <laughs> about politics. I'm not going to get into that. So um, lo and behold, I said, All right, screw it. I'll do it. And um, I had to literally, you know. Um, start campaigning Damn. and uh, knocking, remember something like that. knocking on people's doors and um, telling them, you know, what, what plans I had for the, for the, if they've accepted the Jesus as their Lord and Savior. Yeah, there no, you go. Kidding. A lot of them would shut their doors on me right away. Right. But, but, um, but, you know, having to do that, getting out of that comfort yeah, zone. That's and, really big out of your comfort zone. That's way out for most people. And, but I did it though. And, and um, it was a good experience. What and, are some little like, we go, we, cause I like the fact that you brought up the little wins so early in the conversation. What are just, I don't know if you've got it written down or not, but little ways to step out of your comfort zone. Cause not everybody, obviously is not everybody's going to run for city council, right? Um, okay, that was, can, can you, that's a, that's a good example for you. Well, for some, you know, like what would be like a little baby step uh, out of the comfort zone? Like a short uh, to do list type of thing. Like, but you know, it's it's kind of funny how you say that because when you start off with those little wins, um, you automatically start gravitating towards wanting to make um, some bigger changes yeah, in your life exactly. as well. That's my point. So so those those things are kind of relative to the individual, yeah. To that to that person that wants to change in this in this particular case. I mean, um, you know, we're talking about being able to ex- uh, expose ourselves and doing something brand new and and making ourselves feel good about about um, you know the direction that we're yeah, giving yeah. our lives this podcast for for example i mean it's it recording video right now is out of my comfort zone the first like, like 90 videos. episodes are all audio but uh-huh. people were asking for video thank you listeners so i'm like Ugh, okay i'll do it that's <laughs> but, a step uh, in the right yeah, direction that's so a step that's going to make that's going to help you um improve your podcast make you feel better about the whole thing for you, uh, your average um i guess person that's listening to yeah. it um uh like i said of course uh 
going back to school, mm-hmm. starting up a business, um, doing something that's just um, doesn't even have to be a big business. You could just do like could be a small maybe thing. you want to stitch things and sell those. Yeah. I, I'd buy that for ten bucks, you know. Exactly. Um, but it's just it just helps you. It's therapeutic. Offering you know, a and, service, and then you're you making know? a little money on on the side of that. Exactly. You know, even a smaller thing, I'll recommend something because it is relative to the person, right? Mm -hmm. But I remember at some point, I was already in my late 20s, early 30s, but I've never, I wanted to get better at talking to people, be more kind of outgoing. Mm -hmm. And so it was recommended to me by somebody else Mm -hmm. that's successful in their field. So I respect their opinion. And they said, yeah, just, uh, you don't have to talk to everybody you see, but just start off by at work, just say good morning to, but to everybody, Mm -hmm. anybody you cross paths in the hallway. Even if you don't know them, that could be a difficult thing for a lot of people. To it do. is, but it's not. But it's. But if you. But it's not as hard as starting a going up to a girl and trying to start a conversation with a girl you like. Mm-hmm. Just good morning. Yeah. yeah, good morning. It is hard for a lot of people, but it was hard for me. But then you do it once, you do it twice, it gets easier. Now all of a sudden, hey, good morning. What'd you do over the weekend? It, it gets better, and it's kind of therapeutic, and it you know it also helped me just reach my goal of being better at talking to people. But it just felt good, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's in my life again. Like you said, it's relative to the person. But if you're like me, and that's maybe something you want to do, just again, little wins, man. You know? Little wins to make. Or, your that's day what we're going to title the episode: "Little Wins." <laughs> yeah, so it's, I mean, uh, all this um, is is definitely important, an important thing to do, and and I really like uh, for people to to really take the time and to prioritize what what's important for them in their lives because um our you know our country is heading in different directions and there's a lot of positive and there's a lot of negative in it yeah but at the same time you're the one that's in control of filtering out what you want to listen to and what you don't want to listen mm-hmm. to and what you want to watch and what you don't want to watch what you want to associate with you know i mean even listening to or or seeing the news is is just uh, it could be stressful as well um for example i know on this past friday they had <laughs> Uh, an incident that took place in Mexico, in Torreon, mm. Mexico, where this kid, um, this little boy, 11-year-old boy, I believe, um, went into one of the schools and, and you know, um, you know, uh, shot up a couple of students really? and the I teacher and all that. that. And, um, you know, as as I was listening to that, um, to that uh, news clip, uh, you know, the authorities right away wanted to blame video games because this kid was big on playing video games, like Play violent video yeah. games. But at the same time, uh, you know, as a... a as a as a person in the field um it's not you know it's not so much the video games it's it's also the exposure and and the things that he's lived through also yeah. and the people in his life multiple variables and the adults yeah. and uh the time that's being spent with the with the the kid mm-hmm. you know what i mean there's we're not paying a lot of we're not paying attention to a lot of details that we need to be paying attention to yeah. and a lot of the kids are suffering a lot of adults are suffering too yeah. and um and family, they don't see this family's a big part of the mm-hmm. mental health as well yeah. If you can do your, I mean, it's hard for me to speak on. I don't have kids and stuff like that, but I've been a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I had a kind of a crazy upbringing and mm-hmm. it's, it's affected me in a lot of negative ways. But yeah, kind of putting an emphasis on the family, keeping, mm-hmm. doing your best to keep that together. It's going to be a win-win across the board for everybody in the family. You know what exactly. I mean? Forgiveness is a big thing too. It's a big I mean, one since too. we're talking about this, uh, you know, uh, being out there and, and make, uh, making amends with, with uh, people that you probably have some sort of, um, you know, conflict with, yeah. uh, being able to reach out and, uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be your cliche. I'm sorry for this and this and that. Yeah. No, just reaching out and saying, Hey, how's it going? How, how are things, uh, being able to, to forgive and, and forgive yourself and, and, um, uh, you know, feeling good about yourself. Those are just little things that, that, you know, like you said, you know, volunteering and, and, yeah. and forgiveness, all that. Random acts of kindness is a Random. big one. And I believe that'll help a lot of people. You know what I mean? All those things are, are, are little wins make you feel good about yeah. yourself also we'll so you know i encourage the the listeners out there you know to you know like i said get out of your comfort zone if if you feel that you're in one uh do something different a dare to be um to be something um uh, to do something that's extremely positive in your life uh that's out of your comfort zone yeah and um and feel good about yourself there's nothing wrong oh, yeah. with that oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah Anything else on the list? I know we're we're getting short on time. No, you know, just uh, I, I guess I just wanted to plug in uh, the services that we have out and there. And it's not me rushing him, uh, listeners. Okay, he, he's a, he's a busy <laughs> man. He's got stuff to do because uh, regular listeners know I'll go for two hours sometimes on yeah. the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, you know, if if you're experiencing any any type of difficulties in your life, if if you feel that you need to talk to somebody, if you feel that you may need a therapist or a counselor, um, El Paso Mental Health. 
Nice. Um, you can look him up on uh, on the internet, on Facebook, on Instagram. Unless you're um, like uh, Marcelo, who doesn't know how to use the internet. <laughs> they, no he kidding, says he huh? couldn't find his brother's episode. I go, it's literally you type it's in horrible. Sweet Jesus Radio and your brother's name. Do you know your brother's name? <laughs> uh, but yeah, El Paso Mental yeah. Health. Is, yeah. that, is there only one location? Yes, it's on Viscount. It's, oh, okay. so um, it's, it's on Viscount and uh, close to I ten. Somewhat but, centralized. Um, if you don't, um, if you don't have insurance, for example, they have the pro bono on Perfect. Saturdays. But um, all you have to do is call. That's it. It's it's pretty simple. Uh, if you need any type of information regarding uh, relationship advice or um, or coaching, you could always give me a shout. My phone number is nine one five nine 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 five six nine four. And um, if if you know if you wanted to give uh, get information regarding on uh, regarding you know coping and, and helping out um, you know the people in your household uh, cope with stress or or any type of um, you know situation yeah. that they may be going through, they could also give me a buzz as well. Oh yeah, uh, we didn't talk about the the basic things like meditation and you know okay. deep breathing and all that. Part two, man. We we do <laughs> definitely do a part two one day and and um, well, we'll do it on yours. I'll I'll jump on there as a guest. I think we could do. I think definitely we can do that. This is a teaser you- to to your uh, podcast. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll say that. I'm gonna ask you. We only had one question from Facebook. Uh-huh. And since the homie went out of his way to type a whole fucking essay here, okay, uh, we're gonna you know show love by asking you. That's eh, a lot of words there. The homie Jay Wendell on Facebook, he's also been on the podcast before. He's actually on the Year in Review episode 2019. Uh, so let's see if you can keep up with this long ass thing. Do you think those people who heavily believe in astrology slash tarot cards, etc., use it as a coping mechanism to avoid taking on responsibility for themselves? For example, rather than work on themselves and their negative toxic traits, they simply blame it on their birth sign or the universe, quote unquote, wants it. So I don't know if that question. Wow, that's a, that's <laughs> a really a, interesting a question. Jay. Thank you for the question. Uh, Mr. Jay Wendell. Yeah. Thanks for the question, most yes. definitely. But, you know, uh, it, it's an awesome question uh, as far as astrology and, and the way people think. I mean, it, part of what I like to do is, is kind of go with, with uh, looking at the at the positive side of, of what it is that they're researching and how they view okay. uh, like zodiac I think he he's talking about zodiac signs yeah in this astrology case. tarot cards um, but um but you know um everybody has a personal preference everybody has a hobby everybody goes into um, reading these type of things and and kind of guiding themselves with it and and if they do and that's completely fine uh, if you're a person that that can offer a, a positive light to something negative though on a zodiac sign well you can also do that. I mean, yeah. like I said, using these coping <laughs> skills. But if you feel that, you know, that some people, if some people feel that that they're having too much of a uh, negative uh, connotation to, you know, to their life. Yeah, kind of then, use it as then, an excuse, I guess, is what he's saying. Yeah, they to, might they might want to reevaluate yeah. reading those type of things if they're, they're making them feel depressed all the time. You know, anything to anybody who's, who's listening to this podcast, if, if you feel that something is toxic, if you feel something's negative that um, that you grew up with, um, reevaluate it. Is it important in your life? Do you really need it? Is it gonna is is it gonna shed for you to do something positive, or is it gonna are you gonna do something negative with it? Yeah. Uh, if if it's not contributing to something good in your life, then the best thing to do is you know probably let go of that. Yeah. But you know when I visit with clients, you know um, we don't we don't really tell them what you know what to stay away from mm, or what okay. have you we let them reflect on what's positive for them and what's negative cool. and then afterwards they make the choice yeah. they make the changes we just offer ideas that's yeah. pretty much it but um you know this is this podcast is going to be relevant to just about anybody who's listening to it because yeah. you know um th- like i said listening to music engaging in art um getting out of your comfort zone uh, volunteering, all these things are are positive ways to make yourself feel good and to do things productive in your life. Those yeah. small wins, like just you say, keep that gun out of your mouth. Just yeah, yeah, just uh, do that or talk. <laughs> you know, you you mentioned that's a big thing right now. Suicide's a big thing. That's yeah, so, horrible. So now that you mentioned that, you know, um, you could also contact me or contact the clinic if you guys uh, feel that you're on the brink of you just giving up. You know, the, you're loved. There's somebody out there that's going to listen to you. You're not alone. You're not alone. We're here to help. And um, I don't have the suicide hotline line on me, but uh, I'm sure we can put it up on a link so that people um, have access to that. But um, I think it's important for anybody that's listening out there to have 
a way out all the time to make sure that they're that they have loved ones that they that they could listen to or a friend or um or coping coping techniques Hell yeah. Okay, man. Sure. So we'll wrap up, man. Anything else you want to say? Any plugs? I mean, you've already pretty much given it all, but I'm going to give you one more opportunity. Any Anything else you want to say before we wrap up? That's pretty much it. Pretty I, much I want it. to thank you for for having me on your show. This is an awesome thing that you're doing, especially for uh, you know anybody who wants to promote um, things going on in El Paso. There's a Hell bunch yeah. of stuff to do here in El oh, Paso. Yeah. A lot of people out there that are like, oh, there's nothing to do in this city, but there's a, there's there's more a more lot more of things year. to do. And um, thank you for that. Yeah, man. My pleasure. So, yeah, man. So, thank you as well. Thank you for making time, coming through. We, we finally made it happen. You know, the first time we talked about it was a while back, not too long ago, but, you know, we finally made it happen. So, thank you for coming through, man. You know, I'm just happy that you're doing all these uh, positive things, and I got a lot of respect for you, man. So, keep up the good work. We need more people like you, man. Aside from that, I want to thank the listeners. Keep spreading the word. Keep sharing the, the posts. You know, as I always say on most episodes, feedback, feedback, feedback. So, leave comments, or if you want to hit me in the inbox, Tell me what you think about this episode, past episodes, and if you and if you really really want to help, you know, there's that donate button on Facebook. Of course, like I've mentioned before, we can get more equipment, cameras, do more video, and also, you know, just paying for hosting in general. I know it, it, you actually have to pay to have this uh, hosted on a site like SoundCloud, for example. So. Again, that would be appreciated. And again, just keep spreading the word. The new thing is the YouTube. So I've been trying to build that up more. We're doing more videos. So subscribe because right now it's very few subscribers. So if you please remember to subscribe, give the thumbs up. With that said, this is Sweet Jesus Radio. Thank you for playing. Sweet Jesus Radio.